This is Steve Hiles welcoming you to episode 36 of the Teacher Rockstar Podcast, a place where tips and strategies critical to the new teacher are discussed. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about behavior management and how it affects the overall quality of education and what teachers can do to manage their students. Now, I know this is a big concern for brand new teachers, but quite frankly, it's also a concern of seasoned teachers as well. But before we start today's episode, a quick word from our sponsor. How would you like to 10x your teaching skills in 30 days, even if you have zero classroom experience? Well, if you're a brand new teacher just fresh out of college, a student teacher, or a seasoned teacher for that matter, the Teacher Rockstar Academy course is for you. Gain the confidence, the skills you need to crush it on day one and beyond. The course includes one-on-one coaching, email support for a year, and super cool bonuses. Enroll now at the TeacherRockstarAcademy.com. That's TeacherRockstarAcademy.com. This will be a transformational experience which will put your life on a whole new trajectory. Okay, let's dive right in. During your tenure as a teacher, you will experience students from diverse backgrounds, different experiences, different schools, and studying different curriculum. Their values may differ as well as their level of confidence. If you are a seasoned educator, you would agree that there is nothing like a perfect classroom. Many students live through their school life without participating in the process to the fullest, and not everything is in the teacher's control, but the key ingredient uh, in creating a perfect classroom is harmony, a sense of unity among the class so that they can identify themselves as a single functioning unit, and even if one student is struggling, their peers tend to lend a hand to help them without their teacher asking them to do so. There are many different ways for a teacher to manage the behavior of their class. Now, it's not a constant effort, but we'll take it share of your time, and after that it becomes a part of the class and school discipline. So let us move forward and talk about everything that uh, can change your classroom's behavior for good. Number one, give your class an identity. The concept of unity starts with a classroom identity, name, or description. Start the school year by deciding a name for your class. You don't have to follow the Piper, the centuries-old tradition of giving color names to your class. Instead, you can use uh, this opportunity to involve your students as they can come up with a name by discussing amongst themselves. Uh, You can organize a poll with suggestions uh, from students, and they can all decide on a cool name for their uh, for their class. You know, names like maybe Avengers or the Ninja Turtles or Breakfast Club or whatever. Now, obviously, it depends on the grade that they're in. Let their imagination go wild, and this simple activity will have a huge psychological effect as it will give students a sense of belonging and that they are part of a team. It has a long-lasting effect, and since they belong to the same identity, the sense of individualism eventually rules itself out. Uh, Number two, uh, build relationships. Building genuine relationships with students shows that you uh, care about them and are invested in their well-being. At the start of the year, surveys and get-to-know-you activities are a great way to begin building a relationship with students. As the school year continues, community circles can help maintain your community and create a space for open dialogue and familiarity. Uh, Once students realize you are invested in them uh, as individuals, okay, you can build respect at that point, which will make a big difference 
when holding students accountable for their behavior. Depending on your class needs, you can also do the following, like, for example, making positive phone calls home. Now, what I used to do in the classroom was I would pick a boy and a girl. I'd make two positive phone calls home each and every week of the school year. And believe you me, it paid off in big dividends. Getting to know older and or younger siblings who go to your school is a big plus. Visit their families and homes. Prepare personalized notes. Support students at extracurricular activities. Eat lunch with them. Okay, now these are just some things. Point number three, uh, create collaborative class rules. When teachers and students collaborate to make rules, a great classroom environment is cultivated. Create rules that address how students are expected to interact with each other, how students are expected to interact with the teacher, and how students are expected to interact with the physical classroom space. When students are given uh, the opportunity to contribute to the rules, they will govern, uh, you know, that will govern the class. They develop a sense of ownership for their classroom. Point four, set routines. Very, very crucial here. Set clear routines for everything you would like your students to do in your classroom. Although it can be tedious, be explicit about everything. Do not assume that students know the expectations for your classroom and be sure to show them how you would like things to be done. Give students multiple opportunities to practice the classroom routines. Provide ongoing support for routines and behaviors. Reinforce expected behaviors and explain the consequences if the expectations are not met. Teach your routines and expectations in a way that allows you to differentiate lack of not knowing versus defiance. Students often get into trouble because they genuinely did not know what they were expected to do. Once you are sure that students are aware of your expectations in all areas of your classroom, administering consequences becomes much easier because you know students are aware of the routines. Now, some examples of classroom routines include, but are not limited to, transitions between activities, asking for help, what to do after work completion, lining up, sharpening pencils, turning in homework or completed work, using the restroom. Again, these are just some examples here. Number five, set rewards. Rewards can be individual, group, or class-based. In the same way, students contributed to the class rules allow them to contribute to the rewards. This will create buy-in and motivate students to work toward rewards they really want. Students are very creative. Choose a reward system that is easy to manage. Consider rewards that do not require additional preparation or a burdensome financial investment on your part. Let's move on to point number six, quiet, quick corrections. Now, this is important here, okay? Take note of this. When a student is off task, they are often seeking attention. So it's important for teachers to remove the stage when addressing them. Use a silent signal or proximity to address a behavior. If that still does not work, quietly and quickly bend down and whisper to the student what you would like them to do and a consequence they will receive if the expectation is not met. Then move away. If the student still does not comply, administer an appropriate consequence. Avoid using shame and intimidation to correct a student. Quiet corrections allow you to to remain in control of the situation and keeps the public stage out of the student interaction. Number seven, public praise. Now, while corrections should be quiet, 
okay? Praise should happen often and uh, publicly. Often use shout-outs to call attention to a positive behavior that a student is doing or the way they are working. Praise focuses on the specific behavior uh, the student is doing correctly. Praise students to other students, teachers, and administrators. Highlight positive behaviors enthusiastically. Students love to be acknowledged for a job well done. And this brings us to point number eight. Be calm, firm, and consistent. Consistency here is the key. When administering corrections, be sure to stay calm. Giving a behavioral consequence should not be emotional. Rather, it should be a response to the clearly outlined rules and routines of your classroom. Avoid threats like, if you don't blank, then I will blank. Okay? Avoid those kinds of things. But instead, um, deliver consequences firmly as they have been outlined in your classroom. Consistently give consequences to all students 100% of the time they are not meeting expectations. Now, students, uh, and trust me on this, they will quickly notice if you do not always give a consequence or if you give consequences to some students more than others. So just kind of be aware of that. Number nine, set high expectations. Set high behavioral and academic expectations for all your students. Have a clear vision of how you want your classroom to look behaviorally and how you want your students to perform academically. And then plan backwards from your vision. Be prepared to scaffold students behaviorally and academically if needed. Students will work to meet your expectations, so keep them high. Create an academically engaging, rigorous class is a great way to manage behaviors. If you make your class so engaging, students will be invested in the learning experience and less likely to be off task or misbehave. And this brings us to our last major point, number 10, be an example. Model the behaviors you would like your students to display. Be open to the fact that you make mistakes and be humble enough to admit your mistakes to your students. Do not shy away from apologizing to students for assuming they have done something that they did not do. Remember that respect is reciprocal, so be sure to show respect to students if you expect to be respected in return. Now that we have addressed the best practices for creating a better and fulfilling classroom behavior, let's talk about the challenges educators struggle when it comes to behavior of their classroom. But before we go any further, here's another quick word from our sponsor. What would it be worth to you having unlimited access to educational products, instructional videos, uh, top-rated teacher podcasts, and articles worth over $1,000? Wouldn't that be awesome? And, and you know what the best part is? You get a seven-day free trial. And after that, it's only $9.99 a month. So what do you have to lose? Uh, go check it out and take a look around. All you simply have to do is go to MyTeacherMembership.com. That's MyTeacherMembership.com. And I will also be adding more products each and every month, which means more value. And you're going to love being part of this teacher membership community. Okay, let's uh, move on now to the types of student disciplinary problems. Students act out in a variety of ways, impacting their own ability to learn, as well as those around them. Some of the types of disciplinary problems that are most common are, and I'm going to list about four of them. The first one is disrespect. Students speak out and act in disrespectful uh, ways to, uh, to adults and peers from time to time, and there can be a multiple 
reasons uh, driving their actions. But most of the time, with proper counseling and help, uh, this behavior can be fixed. The second point, defiance. Students openly refuse to listen to adults or follow directions, which indicated a communi uh, communication gap, rather. Young people automatically assume adults do not know their problems, nor can they help them. Building frustration leads to defiance. The third point here, bullying. Students consistently intimidate others, often to make themselves feel better or simply assert dominance. Bullying is a seriously growing problem and needs to be addressed in any school setting in the very beginning of the year. Schools are for equal opportunity and not for students to take advantage of those who are not as physically capable. Uh, the fourth uh, point here, aggression. Students become physically or verbally violent. Uh, such instances require high-level disciplinary actions. Uh, although it has nothing to do with your teaching style, resources that the school provides, or which subject you teach as an educator, these issues become a burden for you if there are a few students with these problems in your classroom. Uh, there are many uh, addressed and unknown factors behind the behavior choices that students make. Now, I have tried to list some of the most common challenges that create a hindrance in the classroom and disturb the overall environment. We're going to take a look at some factors here. Uh, the first factor might be impact of home life. Students' behaviors, or I should say misbehavior rather, can often be rooted in a dysfunctional home life, one that isn't operating in healthy ways. Things like economic instability, uh, parental disharmony, uh, uh, changes in family routine and relationships, and parental views on education and discipline all impact a student's ability to make good choices. When a student's uh, family struggles with poverty, he or she is affected in many ways, right? The stress that comes from lack of money, inconsistent employment, and overall financial instability can cause students to feel overwhelmed at school. Unstable times are confusing for students and often result in behavioral issues. Finally, some families have a negative view concerning education and share their thoughts openly with students. Now, these students then bring preconceived ideas to school that interfere with their ability to succeed. All right. The next thing is peer issues. Students often make poor choices in response to the actions of their peers. Students often want to fit in and succumb to peer pressure, following the actions of others, even if they don't believe in the action or know that it is in fact wrong. Some well-behaved and successful students may suddenly pick up disrespectful actions to be better liked and accepted by their peers. Uh, factor three, depression. Sometimes students may cause problems inside class because they feel worried and even depressed. One reason could be because of the strict rules imposed by teachers. Sometimes the speed of the teacher in giving out material, let's say to his kids, feel that they don't understand anything which leads uh, to depression. And factor four, violence. When students feel depressed, violent behaviors are expected. This is a natural reaction to express their anger and disapproval of what's going on. For instance, certain critical remarks from their colleagues or being insulted by their classmates could cause students to be involved in violence. Okay, Factor five, attracting attention. Uh, some students, especially the adolescents, tend to attract the attention of both the teacher and their classmates. So it's expected that they will try to attract the attention by getting good grades or by demonstrating good character or exhibiting different skills. 
However, some students fall, uh, fail rather in attracting the attention using the previous ways mentioned. Instead, they tend to make disputes inside the class as a way of acting out. The teacher is advised to deal wisely with this group of students because they are not really uh, bad. Uh, they can be redirected towards a favorable activity that could attract the attention of other students uh, to them instead of this negative behavior. Well, I hope these insights will help you become a better educator for your class and, and you will be able to identify and address day-to-day -day issues with ease. Well, this brings us to the end of this episode, and I want to thank you for listening to the Teacher Rockstar podcast. I'm your host, Steve Hiles. We hope you've, again, enjoyed listening to these tips and strategies on behavior management. And I hope that you'll be able to apply uh, some of these things uh, to your own classroom as well. And also, when you get a moment, visit my blog and subscribe to my newsletter for the latest educational research, freebies and other unadvertised bonuses all you simply have to do is go to steve's classroom resources.blogspot.com that's steve's classroom resources.blogspot.com and don't forget to subscribe to us at the teacher rockstar podcast and if you'd like to support us please feel free to share our podcast with others post about it on social media leave us a rating and review that would be super super cool Thanks again. We'll see you same time, same place next week. And remember, friend, you got this.